Genre. Listeners, and welcome to the Protagonist Podcast, where each week we talk about a great character in a great story, except when we don't. I'm Joe Dorowski. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And this week we are doing our Fantasy Box Office 2022. It is back. I don't know how confident I am in going back to the movie theater, but we're <laughs> going to play this game because movie theaters are definitely getting movies into them now. Yes, there are, there are box office numbers for movies. I am surprised that uh, how little I care <laughs> about box office. Um, like I used to. That's like, just because you don't have any stakes. You ha- you're not playing the game this year. Yeah, but at the same time, like throughout most of like my life from like like early adolescence, I would look at the box office numbers every Monday in like the USA Today purple section. That's true. Uh, I definitely don't pay attention to like if the number gets reported, I'm like, I don't. That doesn't mean anything to me right now. Like, the only thing I cared about a little bit is I saw people, like, just the strange tone of announcing the uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife was treated as a success, whereas Ghostbusters Answer the Call was treated as a failure. Ghostbusters Answer the Call had made more money (laughs) in its opening weekend Mm -hmm. than Afterlife. And I know there's so many variables here uh, in terms of it is we're we're still having a very depressed box office because of the pandemic, Uh, you know, and and uh, but but one of the other variables is misogyny (laughs) and how those numbers (laughs) seem to have been reported. Uh, But that's kind of like the only blip on my radar of paying much attention to the box office since we abandoned fantasy box office in 2020. I had to remember which year it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, it was, that we started and lost it. Yeah. We made picks two years ago and then um, Sonic the Hedgehog came out and that was the only thing that made money <laughs> because <laughs> movies stopped after three months. Right. Uh, so we are looking ahead at 2022 and traditionally in our fantasy box office game. We have two variables. What money is it going to make? And what is the critic score going to be? Because for this game, we multiply the final box office tally for a film earned in the calendar year of our game against the Rotten Tomatoes critic score. So if it bombs with the critics, but is a hit at the box office, you might only get 30% of the box office money. Whereas if it's a hit at the box mm-hmm. office, or I mean, it's a mild, you know, mild performer at the box office, but you uh, but it was very well, well reviewed. You could get, you know, 95 percent of that. And so things things don't always line up with just its popularity uh, for this. And that that traditionally is the only two things that we're trying to consider. Is this going to be fairly well reviewed? Is it going to make a lot of money? Now we also have to say, is this actually going to come out in 2022? And there are some major films that are on the schedule for 2022 that I don't know that we're actually going to see in 2022. I agree. So I have factored that into my positioning of them. Okay. Uh, now, as we, as we run through these, we will try and give like a, a just a brief, like why is this film interesting at all uh, for everyone that we announce? Um, as sometimes I don't have an answer. It just was. On yeah. The sometimes, list. sometimes we're just going to put, we're just going to say the name. Yeah. Um, Andrew, I think I won last time, so I'm going to let you have the first I was, pick. I was going to say, let's flip a coin. Oh, okay. We, we can do that. 
I have a digital coin ready to flip. Would you like to call heads or tails? I'll call heads. It is tails. Okay. Would you like so, the first pick? I do want the first pick. All right. So, and the way we usually do it is that whoever gets the first pick, second person gets picks two and three, and then alternating regularly from there on out. Right. Because, because the first uh, pick can can be inordinately powerful. Yeah. I mean, we started this this game in the era of, uh, you know, Avengers Endgame or uh, Star Wars Force Awakens. And if you got those, even though they might be coming out late in the year and not have the longest run in order to earn money, they were making hundreds of millions of dollars every weekend <laughs> while they were mm-hmm. still in the. <laughs> yeah, you, you could get 80 percent of nine hundred million dollars. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know that we're, we have anything that is as clearly and obviously going to be like. $400 million plus just because no, in a way it's a more so even right game now. this year. Well, it's, it's potentially a more even game this year mm-hmm. than ever before. Yeah. Because it's so unpredictable. All right, Andrew, what in your mind is the surest pick for the year 2022? If you're trying to earn the most money with our fantasy box office, spider verse two. Okay. That's, that was one of my top options. How top? Would you have said I so I have like uh, I've, I've just kind of made tiers where it's like when, when I look at this, I'm going to go by I, feel. And that was in my top tier. Oh, like I'm going to take one of these top options. That's how I categorize things. And then and then I refined it. And I I've, I have a written out list of exactly where I'm going to pick everything unless I call any any audibles to adjust it. But I feel like I'm just going to stick with it. Right. Uh, so you get two, two picks now is the sequel to the excellent animated film which we have covered the extremely well-reviewed and well-received yeah and i think there will be academy award winning yeah oh yeah it won the academy award that year for best animated film i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. um and i think the uh like like the reputation of the film has only gone up so there'll be really uh significant interest in the sequel Mm -hmm. so i think that's a, a very strong opening pick also i will say a family film. And so you get family dollars. That is true. Should not be ignored uh, at all. And um, it's one of those. I, I mean, certainly animated films have always been like in the top five, like whatever Disney film had been released mm-hmm. over Thanksgiving was always a sure pick because it was going to make a lot of money and be well reviewed. Uh, and, and so I, I don't think there's a huge stigma against animation when it comes to uh necessarily like audience expectations for it but i think animation in the superhero genre was kind of a, a, and the tone of this the first spider-verse was an interesting mix that people weren't quite sure what to expect but again it's it was so well reviewed and has been you know clearly it, it was a hit so i don't think you're, there's gonna be that same kind of uh, if there was any trepidation for the first one i don't think it's gonna exist at all for a sequel mm-hmm. all right you get you get to take two picks now and then we'll alternate from there on all right i'm going to take the two uh, Marvel superhero films I feel most confident are actually going to come out. <laughs> I'm going to take Thor, Love and Thunder, and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Those were in my top tier. Yeah. Uh, I believe these have both actually filmed by now, fully. So <laughs> that is a, um, a plus. I, I will say... I'm fairly confident that Doctor Strange will be pushed back because it's in the midst of extensive reshoots. Oh, okay. And it was set for March, but I think it'll just get pushed back within the year. Well, it hasn't already. I think it, I think July? it'll ultimately bump one of the other Marvel films. Yeah, 
I, I think we both probably feel like we know which Marvel film is going to be bumped, but we both also want to take it. So we'll, 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 we'll talk <laughs> about that inevitably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Currently Dr. Strange is scheduled for May. I think it's been shifted a little bit from its initial release date. Okay. And, um, and uh, then Thor's Thor, in the middle of the year. So that's got a pretty solid chance. Uh, yeah. And I think that one fully wrapped. Uh, like I just remember seeing all the set photos when it was filming. Um, so I, I, I feel like of the Marvel films, those ones are, yeah. Those are gonna gonna happen. All right. So Fair. uh and uh I Doctor Strange is about to get a lot of exposure in Spider-Man, in Spider-Man. No Way Home. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that Spider-Man's like teaser cliffhangerness is going to feed into Doctor Strange directly. You know, whatever whatever That's the post credit scene is gonna be a Doctor Strange setup. That does seem like a good point, and I had not really considered that, although it was still one of my top picks. It was my highest Marvel film yeah. after Spider, Spider-Verse. Well, and also, uh, OK, yeah, it uh, feels so strange that we're in a world where Doctor Strange is like <laughs> one of our top picks, mm-hmm. and, like one of the most anticipated things. But also we know um, WandaVision. It did very well for Disney Plus and uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be featured prominently in Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, according to reports. So I think uh, both WandaVision and Spider-Man are going to be leading into this one. It would probably be I, there's a definite chance that I would have taken it number one if a trailer was out for it right now. That and it's could, also that could uh, have been a, a real game changer. Uh, Sam Raimi, right, is the director mm-hmm. for this one. And so, uh, you know, a return of a uh, classic uh, Marvel director, uh, you know, the the one that helped really usher in I, 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 in that first wave of superhero movies, like s- saying, no, these are these are we're there technologically and also uh, in terms of audience demand that superhero is about to become the dominant genre in Hollywood. You know, not the first of the the Marvel adaptations. Uh, I think Blade and X-Men both uh, predate the, the mm-hmm. first Spider-Man movie, but that's the one that really was like stratospherically popular and money-making where every studio was like, Oh, we got to grab superhero properties now. Give give the, give us all the superheroes. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've got to make these picks faster, Joseph. Okay. I don't, I don't think it's going to be hard with some of the ones I've got coming up because I don't know a lot <laughs> about some of it's these. It's true. Yeah, there's not a ton of information about all of these films. All right, my next pick, I'm going to take The Batman. Okay. Yes, that was in my top tier. Um, I don't entirely know what to expect from it, but it's a Batman movie. They are reasonably successful consistently. It's in the current DC franchise, which has a very passionate fan base. It's not as wide as I think they want, but it's vocal. Mm-hmm. It is, and, and I'd say substantial. Yeah, monetarily. I, so that's my pick. I will say I am ready for a non-dark and gritty origin story for a Batman film. This one looks real dark, and that's the thing that makes me least excited about it. Yeah, uh, I just uh, it doesn't feel like you. Every time they say, "Well, we're doing it dark this time," I'm like. That's not inventive at this point. <laughs> you know, we've mm-hmm. been pretty broody with Batman since Batman and Robin. I understand why we had to spin away from Batman and Robin. The pendulum had to swing after Batman and Robin, the Joel Schumacher, uh, George Clooney disaster. Uh, and just mess of a film. But 
it feels like the pendulum just keeps swinging farther and farther <laughs> into yeah, and dark and gritty and not swinging back. back at all. Yeah, I think we need a swing back uh, because we had the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Then we had the uh, uh, Zack Snyder, uh, Ben Affleck version of Batman for <laughs> Batman v Superman. And now we have this. I'm like, wait, oh, I'm ready for a different flavor of Batman. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the toy commercial that was Batman and Robin, but I just I, I'm ready for a different flavor. All right. After the Batman, I am going to take Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. I I know this feels like I'm just taking the Marvel movies and to some degree I am. (laughs) Uh, Because that's that's all I've taken. Mm -hmm. But also, like, it is the most guaranteed brand, I think, to to get people out to the movies here. That's fair. I had Ant-Man and Wasp late because I'm not 100% sure that it's going to make it in 2022. Yes. And I think it could suffer from bumps. Mm -hmm. There's one other Marvel movie that would have been my number one pick, but I just I don't I'm not feeling confident that it's going to see the light of Mm -hmm. day in 2022. I hear it. I hear it. I'm going to I'm going to pick our first non superhero movie. Okay. Um, Which. It, this year, like I had superhero movies later than any previous year for for picks because I'm like hearing the responses to Eternals. I'm like, OK, it, maybe the superhero bubble is not bursting, but it's, you know, shrinking. There's I, I think there's less of a feeling of um, uh, oh, what's that? like a momentum behind these. Yes, uh, that's I, a good way to put it. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll take Mission Impossible 7. The odd numbered Mission Impossibles seem to do pretty well, right? <laughs> is that or is it the even numbered ones? I'm, oh, no, I'm not sure. I mean, that, that, uh, I, think that I may have jinxed it consistently like popular. I, I don't know that there's necessarily like the mm-hmm. the, the wild it's, swings quality of a Star Trek franchise or an X-Men. franchise. Yeah, it's a but it's like it's a solid action franchise. People mm-hmm. go see them. Yeah. There we go. All right. Uh, Similarly, I'm going to be sticking with the franchise uh, magic. Uh, I I'm not excited about, but there's Jurassic World Dominion coming out and those movies do still make money. Mm hmm. I don't know what in the world it's critics are going to be, which is why it's dropped. I I think it's it's box office would probably be higher than where we're taking it. Mm -hmm. Um, But But I think the critics I, I predicted the critics being lower than where you're picking it. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll get a good one. I, I I like there's a part of me that wants to like the Jurassic Park slash world franchise far more than I do. Uh, because I just like Jurassic Park. Yeah. The, I just like that one movie. It is. I, I could leave every single other element of the Jurassic Park franchise. That movie's great. I rewatched it. A little while ago. I mean, I say a little while ago, but maybe it was even like a year ago. I don't know. Uh, but it's great. It's amazing. It is as far as like a blockbuster. It it checks everything. That I want from blockbuster. We should we should talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, We haven't done it. I, th- I think a couple times it's been on the schedule and we were trying to mm-hmm. get a guest in and we never got the guest. So it's just kind of sat like, there. It's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, and dinosaurs on the big screen, like there's still like, there's something magical about dinosaurs, <laughs> like dinosaur stories. Absolutely. My son loves dinosaurs yeah. right now. He's, he's three years old. He is not watching Jurassic. Park. Okay. Oh, yeah, you shouldn't be watching uh, Jurassic but, Park, but 
that part but of me that's the three-year-old boy dinosaurs. is still like, ah, oh, dinosaurs. And uh, I, but, but there's also part of me that's like, give them feathers, you cowards. <laughs> like we're far enough. <laughs> I, am. I mean, Jurassic Park was 1993. We're stop calling them velociraptors. Velociraptors were small. Those are Utah raptors. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're 30 years on in our scientific understanding uh, and study. And also like it's established enough. Let, let's see some, some giant birds and mm-hmm. uh, just, just see how that goes. All right. That's it's a fair pick. It was I had to keep it high on my list, mm-hmm. relatively speaking, because of all the things you saw, you said. Um, I'm going to take Lightyear. So uh, that is a Pixar film uh, about Buzz Lightyear mm-hmm. starring Chris Evans. Voicing Buzz Lightyear, which caused mm-hmm. a weird Internet backlash where they assume. I don't know. People assume Tim Allen was being blackballed because he's more conservative. I don't know what it was, uh, <laughs> but it's like, I have no idea. This isn't about the toy. So I'm fine with a different it's, it's person. It's about voicing. the story that the toy is of. Yeah. Maybe. Something like that. So like, I don't um, know if this is like the movie that Andy would be watching <laughs> in the Toy Story think, universe. I think in theory, that's sort of what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it doesn't really matter. It's going to be, it's going to be a movie. It's a Pixar movie. I feel attached to Buzz Lightyear. I'll I'll go for it. Yeah, Chris Evans is popular. I had this a little lower just because I felt like the reaction to the trailer that I saw on social media was a little more tepid than hmm. uh, than okay. a lot of things. Um, but who knows? I mean, we're we're playing a game. The stakes here are so small. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna knock your pick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see where would I have that on my my list here so I can cross it off. Okay, got it there. Okay. I am going to take Top Gun Maverick. Okay. We're we're about in the same territory at this point, I think. I had a couple I was debating on this. You know, this is kind of like I, I've left my, mm-hmm. my my top top tier and more into like, okay, this is these are gonna make money, but I don't know what the critics are gonna be doing. Like both sort of this and Jurassic yeah. World were both kind of the same thing. I think I think for yeah. me, like Mission Possible Seven was like my last like if I could get that, I'd be like really happy. And now it's like eh, I, I bet these are gonna do all right. Mm-hmm. I fully expected you to pick Top Gun before me because I don't really have any attachment to it. And I think you have a stronger attachment well, to it. Well, I don't know that I've ever seen the original. I just know it as like the property. Uh like mm-hmm. our sister Virginia watched it a lot. Um, you know, because she was a teenage girl in the eighties. Yeah. That's all that's needed for that, right? <laughs> she was watching movies at the time when Top Gun was a movie that everybody watched. Mm-hmm. Uh but also, I want to get this one because I know it is done and I need to get it out. <laughs> that is very, very true. This is, I'd say, almost guaranteed to come out next year. Yeah. And, I, in part, pardon me, I'm kind of surprised it's not out already. Yeah. Uh, or or even because uh, I think it's a Paramount. I'm, so, I'm a little surprised like when Paramount Plus was rolling over, like CBS Access was becoming Paramount Plus. I'm a little surprised oh, they, they, like, they didn't do to anchor a... it. You know, like, hey, mm-hmm. everyone, come watch the new Top Gun movie here now. <laughs> Sign up. That's a good point, too. I don't know. But I, I'm confident it's actually going to come out. So mm-hmm. that's a reasonable pick. I will take Avatar 2. Okay. I had this a little farther down just because I'm not going to believe it exists till it's actually in theaters. <laughs> I I understand that sentiment. But, but it if it does come out. Dollars. <laughs> yeah, if it does come out, then like that's going to be pretty solid. Because as much as everyone complains about it. And the first Avatar and all that sort of stuff. It's like, but like, you're going to go see it, aren't you? Like, yeah, you are. You are going to go see it. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, it is so bizarre that that was 
the number one movie for a long time and it had no impact. <laughs> it really like it doesn't really mean anything to anybody. Yeah. Uh, like it, it's just such a strange thing. And, and so I want to like knock the pick. And also, again, like it's been announced since the first one came out that the sequel was coming and it mm-hmm. announced 2022. Like, is it? Is it? I don't know. <laughs> is, yeah. Is, is it really going to exist? Um, it seems like it probably should. James Cameron is insistent that he's filmed it. So it, it probably should. I, mean, exist. I think he filmed four yeah. sequels simultaneously. Um, it, I don't care about it. But at the same time, like you could easily have the number one film of the year with your 10th pick. So I, I respect yep. you taking it. Right so here. who knows? Yeah. Um. All right. I am going to take. The other Pixar film for next year, Turning Red. Okay. Which, again, I feel pretty confident is locked and loaded at this point. Yeah, I think it's coming out. I'm not confident that's going to make much money. Disney has put all of the previous Pixar films for the last little while straight onto Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. It could happen to Turning Red. I, I think they firmly said, like, yes, it's going to be in theaters, but... With that track record of Pixar films hitting Disney Plus, I think they may have turned Pixar films. And granted, I took Lightyear early on, so yeah. Who am I to totally say? Um, I feel like they they may they may have like created a tone of like, oh yeah, but Pixar films, I watch those on Disney Plus. Yeah, I think that could hurt the box office, but I think they're trying to get away from the idea that their big their big stuff is on Disney Plus. They even stopped doing the simultaneous uh, like premiere access. Yeah, it's uh, true. Which, uh, it seemed like. For the uh, like the very early days of, OK, we're reopening movie theaters. They didn't trust that enough. So they did the simultaneous premiere access. They've they've stopped that practice entirely at this point. Mm-hmm. What was the last one they did premiere access for? Was it Jungle Cruise? Uh, I think it was Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Um, which I, I'm pretty sure that would kill that idea as being a moneymaker. <laughs> I don't yeah. know who was ready to plop down 30 bucks for Jungle Cruise. What if you could just wait a month and watch it? All right, I am. Ooh, I'm going to make a small adjustment, and I'm going to take Nope, which is the new Jordan Peele. Oh, movie. I have that a little farther down. Okay, I definitely had that on my list. I was hoping to get it as like a late round. Mm-hmm. This is but one I'm gonna that go, we know. I'm going to go about. ahead and snag it. We know nothing about other than it there's is a poster, Jordan Peele, and we know the cast. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, like I looked, I, and I, I think there's find a poster premise. image. Yeah, but there's no premise. But it's it's Jordan Peele, uh, and I I trust – every year there's those uh, horror films. People that, go see his stuff. Well, and also like there's those horror films that are going to make $150 million. And because you and I aren't huge horror horror film fans, we, we tended to avoid picking those. And I think mm-hmm. it's burned us many times. It's true. And so he is the person I'm most confident at like for horror films. Like it's probably going to get pretty good reviews. A, a good reviews with 150 is well worth it at this mm-hmm. stage in the game. Yeah, uh, I'm going to do a similar pick uh, where it's maybe uh, a franchise I'm not as interested in, but it seems like it's probably going to get pretty solid reviews and make some money. I'm going to take John Wick Chapter Four, mm-hmm. which is another I'm, one that I I'm, think I've seen enough uh, announcements about its production that it's done. Yeah, I'm I'm a little disappointed that I'm not getting it, but it, it's in the same area. Yeah, I, I, I think for, you're you're at the, about the same area of my picks. Uh huh. OK, are we hitting kind of the second tier? At this yeah, point? And there, I mean, there's still a few that I'm kind of uh, eyeing and, and hoping I, I get. Uh, 
entering like the okay these are probably gonna be 100 million plus at the box office no idea what we're gonna get on the <laughs> rotten tomatoes whereas like those first yeah, ones it's, i'm like it's very... hoping for 200 million plus with the you know the thor mm-hmm. the spider-verse uh or jurassic world like or batman like I, i'd anticipate those all being over 150 million into the 200 300 million yeah but these ones I'm but, thinking but maybe yeah at this point it's like million and i don't know for good i don't know score. yeah mm-hmm I agree. I'm going to take Ambulance. I don't think I have this one on my list. What is the Ambulance? Tell me. It is coming out pretty soon. I believe it is Michael Bay. And it's so it's an action film. And I think it's starring Jake Gyllenhaal. And that's a pretty solid pull. Okay. Jake Gyllenhaal's got good, good cachet right now. Well, does he? Because wasn't he in a, like a backlash from Taylor Swift's Red? That was a while ago, I think. Well, no, she just released like the 10 minute version for SNL. And so it got the entire Internet talking about Jake Gyllenhaal again, but not. Oh, did it? Not for the right reasons. I think as an actor, he's got good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to knock it. As a celebrity, that's a different matter. Yeah, I just don't know. Taylor Swift could really sway some opinions. (laughs) No, I I, I, I had not thought about that. Yeah, uh, I think, you you know, you describe it. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's going to make some money. Most likely. I I thought it got good um, hubbub when the trailer came out it's like I don't oh, this is going to be like okay. a serious action y movie i'm going to have to go look it up now after, after this recording mhm all right uh oh, i just want to double check the release date on this before i make the pick hold on oh don't worry about release dates well if it's like don't December, trust them <laughs> i'm going to let's see oh it is i don't December. believe any release dates right now all right okay Ugh. i'm going to take the flash okay the much lower on my list again it's it's, it's kind of like your pick of the batman it's the the dc fanboy well fan person because i'm sure there's many <laughs> dc fan yeah the dc fan uh they're devoted and i do think the flash is going to suffer from coming out after spider-man no way home and spider-verse and dr mm-hmm. strange multiverse because you know all the reports is that the flash is gonna be doing the superhero multiverse thing that's well and also ant-man and quantumania like i there, there may be like four major multiverse themed <laughs> superhero marvel projects you know mm-hmm. that that come before the flash which may end up making that feel like it's derivative which comic book history wise it's not <laughs> like the flash no. is the touch point for the idea of like crossing multiverses and having different versions of the character like it is mm-hmm. the flash uh is, is where that comes from uh but that doesn't matter when it comes to the, the order of these releases and flashes until November. So I may regret this pick, but yeah, here it is the flash. I'm also fairly skeptical about its release in this, in this coming year. But uh, Michael Keaton has talked enough about being Batman and weren't were, were, were there photos or was it just a tr- teaser with Michael Keaton's Batman? Um, Maybe a little both. Yeah. Uh, that I feel like it's actually happening, which, Oh, it's definitely happening for but, years, but November release for this one. And the production history that oh, it's had. The, the production history of this is such a mess. Uh, we're going to have to talk about it in depth at some point. <laughs> Everything um, that's gone wrong with, yeah. with the Flash project. Yeah. So, like, I just don't know. November? I was like, uh, if that gets if that gets one hiccup, it's it's out yeah. of the year. No, I understand that, um, that concern. I'll take Knives Out 2. Okay, but I think that one's Netflix exclusive, isn't it? Because I was going to take it for oh. sure. Is it? Yeah, Netflix bought the rights to it. So I don't think that's going to hit the bottom. If it is, it's only for their like one weekend to get awards uh, possibility. 
that Netflix does oh. with, with some of their prestige stuff where they, I did they not rent think out a theater that. in I LA. Thought it was, I thought it was properly available. Um, well, I'm taking it anyway. Okay. I'm, and we'll see what happens. I'm 90% sure it's only going to be on Netflix, Andrew. So you, if you want to rethink that, I don't mind. I'm sure you've got something that's not actually going to come out in uh, theaters at this point. Maybe my last <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would have taken knives out too sooner. I think uh, if, if it was going to hit theaters, I hadn't thought about that, but I don't want to mess with my list. And I will say this is one other thing that has made these picks trickier this year. Besides like the debate of, is it actually gonna come out? It was not clear on a lot of the things I looked at for upcoming movies in 2022, if it was going to be streaming only, or if it was going mm-hmm. to be and knives out too, like was on everyone's like anticipated movies for the next year. Yeah. Netflix gave a $400 million deal to, uh, it's true to, um, Oh, who's the director? Uh, Ryan Johnson for Knives Out mm-hmm. 2 and 3. $40 million well, for the two films. You know, um, if it's going to be out for, for the award stuff, that'll still be some money. Okay. I, I mean, and again, if you want to switch, I, get I will 90% not. Of something. I, I have no qualms about letting you change out this pick, Andrew. It's not. At most, it would make like $8 million. All right, fine. I'll, knowing that I had picked it, but we're we're just going to call it a. A scrap. <laughs> now watch Netflix completely factor. change the strategy and say, you know what? We're going to make a lot of money. At if, the it, <laughs> if it does come out, do I get, can, okay, I, yeah. can I get 50%? Netflix of... changes their entire business model <laughs> for Knives Out 2 because they spent $400 million on it. Yes, I will let you have this. Um, then I'll take Aquaman 2. Okay, that was going to be one of my next picks. But that is a December mm-hmm. film, so it's just kind of the same as The Flash. Like, uh. Yeah. But I have a little more confidence in it than The Flash. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take like the next Marvel film that we both are a little leery of for this reason, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. which we know uh, because uh, Letitia Wright had, was injured while filming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, a delay. She went back to London and then because she is, I believe, according to rumors, currently unvaccinated, she can't travel back to the U.S. <laughs> to finish filming. Uh, wh- but also she is still convalescing. Like she's still recovering from it. It was yeah, apparently she's, a, she's, a very serious injury on set. Um, they've had to stop filming and announce that it's not going to pick up until after this episode drops uh, and to make a release in the same year with how much effects and editing is required for Marvel films. I just don't know that this one's going to happen in 2022, but if, if it does come out, I bet it makes some money. So I'm going to take it here. That's fair. Um, I'll take Morbius. <laughs> I think it's coming out. Andrew, what world do we live in? Morbius. <laughs> Is getting a film. I don't know. Morbius. So weird. For any listeners who don't care, he's a very second, uh, third tier, third tier Marvel character. Uh, Unless you were steeped in the 90s animated Spider Man cartoon. Yes. In which case, he's a living vampire. Urban legend being he that, has to be the living vampire because he was brought up in the comics code. Yeah, that's that's the urban legend is that they called him the living vampire because you couldn't have the undead <laughs> during the comics code era. Oh, man. Uh, I, I don't know that that's ever been like officially confirmed, but that's the supposition. So many you know, everyone has made about this character I, and like occasionally Marvel has released like a miniseries with Morbius as the title character, but not really. Like That's just like really to keep the trademark. I, I really just remember him from the, the animated series. Yeah. Or the, or the copyright. Uh, but, but Sony has the rights to all the Spider-Man family of characters. So they're insistent on building a spider verse, <laughs> you know, universe, even while Spider-Man is shared with the Marvel universe. I, it's so 
the only reason this film exists, I think, is because of the weird contract situation of what Sony bought the rights to when they got rights yeah. to Spider-Man in the early 2000s. Oh, what, a, what, a, what a weird world we're living in. Hey, Joseph. Yeah. Do you remember the credits to Amazing Spider-Man 2, whether they were teasing uh, Sinister Six plans to make Sinister Six, including like the chameleon? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember the details, but I do. That's that's exactly what they were setting up there. Uh, I mean, maybe those characters, maybe some of the, if they pull in one of those like teased villains <laughs> from the credits of Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 2 for Spider-Man No Way Home, I'm going to be very happy. Um, all right. I know this one's done. Uh, it's another superhero one, but the, yeah, the again, these are making so much money. I'm going to take Black Adam. Uh, it's mm-hmm. The Rock. It's DC superhero. Uh, it's filmed. <laughs> so I, I feel pretty good about grabbing it right here. That's fair. Uh, I'll take Sonic 2. Uh, last year's winner. Or the, the well, the 2020 winner um, yeah. of the box office total. Uh, I'll take Sonic 2. Uh, you know what? That's, that, that's uh, a fair pick. I, it made way more money than anyone expected. Like even. It's true. Before it became the winner because nothing else came out. We were very surprised at how much money it made its opening weekend. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I am going to take. <sighs> I really feels grab baggy at this point. OK, um, I, I'm not quite into that territory. I've got a couple more where I'm like, OK, I'm pretty solid. But yeah, I'm going to take getting... Death on the Nile. Um, OK, this is the sequel to Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, you've got the cachet of Agatha Christie. I think that the Murder on the Orient Express people uh it wasn't like the biggest hit at all, but it was popular enough that I think people would go see another Poirot adventure with, uh, you know, directed and starring Kenneth Branagh. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the first pick. Uh, so I've got I've got two columns on my sheet. Uh-huh. That's the first pick out of my second column. OK, um, which we've we've worked through the vast majority of my first column. So you wouldn't have picked it quite so soon, but you're getting getting right around there. Yeah, it, it, like it's relatively lower for me, but that's just because I organized my grab bag more. Now, this is a really interesting one uh, in that this is a Fox property from before Disney bought Fox. <laughs> but still hasn't come out. Still hasn't come out. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I I know like when it comes to like the streaming rights and everything, when it gets to that point, like there's very weird contracts that exist because of the Fox contracts with HBO and Hulu, uh, which now Disney owns the majority of Hulu. So it's not going to show up on Disney mm-hmm. Plus when when it does come out. I, it's, uh, I, I, I'm kind of fascinated by all the business side of these these things. Uh, but this is another one that I know, like it was locked and loaded to be released in 2020. It was done oh, yeah. and edited. Yeah, so we, this we was definitely picked it in 2020. Yeah. yeah. I'll take Uncharted. Uh, Tom Holland video game adaptation. I think this is the first time I can definitively say that was my next pick, and you and you took it. Ah, truly aligned. Now I believe you picked this back in 2020, and we we were like, I don't know, if that's actually gonna come out. Yeah, uh, is, is that one? Yeah, I think I think it, I did. It wasn't ready then, but I think it's gonna come out this year. Yeah, trailers out. It seems it seems. Oh, good. there's a trailer. I'm behind my trailer viewing. I just stopped caring about box office so much. I don't. I used to watch trailers for everything that was coming out, even though I had no plans to watch. You, you go see it. You need to take a leaf out of Kirsta's book and and get just, on a, just, a trailer YouTube channel. Yeah, just go go bounce around a little. And see all of the foreign language trailers as well. <laughs> all right. I am going to take the Boz Lerman untitled Elvis 
either biopic or biopic. I have heard both. I don't know mm-hmm. which is the right way to say that word. I didn't realize that was Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. He's always intriguing. I can't he, wait to see the trailer for that. Can you imagine Baz Luhrmann with the sparkly era Elvis? Yeah. And uh, Tom Hanks is in this one as Elvis' mm. manager. I can't remember the guy's name. So untitled. Well, that's going to be good. I, I, the mo- I mean, is there any way this isn't just titled Elvis? I don't know, but I, I, I wrote it down as Elvis. Because I assumed that's what the title would be. Yeah. I, I feel like that's got to be what's been workshopped. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be what the uh, studio's uh, search engine optimization people are saying. No, just call it Elvis. Really? Please. Really? Just call it Elvis. <laughs> Please call this Elvis. <laughs> don't. I mean, I, they might be, they might call it Presley. And it's like, no, don't do that. Don't do it by his last name. Just call it Elvis. Yeah. I'll take Minions 2. Okay. Is this Minions? I, would, I didn't know which Minions. I have Minions: The Rise of Gru. I just didn't know which yes, Minions it was. I think it's I think it's Minions too. But yeah, Minions: Rise of Gru. I've definitely lost lost track of that franchise. Yeah, that's a a weird thing. I, I family animated film. That's a safe pick. I don't. I, I think you're wise to take it at, <laughs> at this point in the game. Yeah. It's as safe as anything. Okay. Um. I am going to take, uh, I don't know if it's going to make any money, but I'm going to take the uh, Marry Me, the romantic comedy with Owen Wilson mm-hmm. and Jennifer Lopez. That apparently, I think it'll probably make a few bucks. Apparently was, I, I opened up our spreadsheet from 2019, and apparently this was on the picks then. <laughs> I cannot believe <laughs> got, that. Got, got bumped in 2019 for something. <laughs> I cannot believe that. Like, maybe it was something else the same name? I don't know. I, I see Marry Me here. Let's see. I don't know. Uh, nah, but not I, worth I investigating. Think this one is getting released, or at least currently, uh, going to be released around Valentine's Day, which mm-hmm. you know you need your romantic uh, films for that that weekend. Um, you know, assuming some variant hasn't wiped out everyone's interest in going out to public spaces. Uh, yep. By then, so I'm just gonna take it now. I will take the disaster movie Moonfall. Oh, okay, yeah. Disaster movies. It's a genre. They make money. And that's, uh, I think that's very uh, hit or miss on the box office. That's the for Independence those. Day. Uh, Roland Emmerich, I think, is doing Moonfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am frustrated in because I know Ron Howard had optioned the rights to a novel called Seven Eves that the premise is the moon <laughs> uh, getting hit by something and breaking to pieces, and those pieces start to fall towards Earth. Uh, wow. And that that book I loved. I loved, love, love Neil Stevenson's Seven Eves. Uh, the book is super like it has it's divided into three parts and you can make a book out of the first part and it'd be very satisfying. And the book out of the second part and it'd be very satisfying. I don't think there's a way you could make a movie out of the entire book. I think you'd have to do a trilogy mm. of, the th- of the three parts. Uh, but with Moonfall, I it, it's kind of like what I said with, uh, you know, the Flash and the multiverse. It might feel derivative, even though it's not, <laughs> you know, it would, yeah. Oh, I, I, I still hope Ron Howard pushes forward. I could also see them, that becoming like a prestige miniseries. That seems to be a route. A lot oh, of creative yeah, people yeah. Are, are heading. I could see Ron Howard doing that. All right. So you take Moonfall. Uh, my next pick is going to be Justice League Super Pets. That was literally my next pick. It was uh, the last thing in my first column. Okay. We, we've gotten to the we've both done it to one another at this point. Mm-hmm. Which, which is hard to do because I was so loosey goosey and vague in what I wanted to do. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is just a, an anime movie about, uh, you know, Crypto the Superdog and Ace the Bathound and hopefully uh, like Kanga the Wonder Woman kangaroo. Uh, but I doubt <laughs> it. But I kind of hope. I mean, the trailer's out. You could probably see. Isn't The Rock in this one too? Yeah, he's he's Crypto, I believe. Oh man, that guy. He's got to be so rich, but he also is always working. <laughs> yeah. I I wonder how much his net worth is. Also, he has it, generational it, wealth at this point, right? He he works so much that I can't really picture him having a house. Yeah. Because he's just on set constantly. Mm-hmm. He just goes set to but set also, to like, set. When we're talking about the rock and we say he works like Part of this is every morning he's working out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen the the gym setup that he has to take to sets? No, it's I a haven't. shipping container. Oh, I think. Uh, well, um, and I believe or, the studios will pay for it because that's one reason yeah. why he. You, but you hire yeah, the it's a, sh- a shipping container full of exercise equipment. Is he making uh, Jumanji three yet? I don't know, but he but like it's got to be in development. I, I remember a room. I can't remember if it was a rumor. Or it was after Jumanji two. I think I heard that it was greenlit, but the, the premise was going to be that like smolder Bravestone and the others avatars come into our world. Mm. Uh, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, that's where you got to go with this. I, I, I didn't see the second about, one. Uh, where, where it's like, you could predict what the next step is for a franchise. You know, uh, the Netflix movies like princess switch. Is that what they're called? The, yeah where there's like twins and yeah then the, the princess christmas switch two, princess switch yeah and then princess switch three where there's like a an identical cousin <laughs> or something i don't know but someone's like what's princess switch 20 <laughs> like like <laughs> how far out is this gonna go I'm like well obviously it's gonna be time travel uh and they go back and their identical twin grandmothers have to come to the present day <laughs> <laughs> you know this, this is this, just start it's, where, game, it's like, where it goes it's the natural the natural yeah. evolution well what's next and, and so when you say like there's gonna be a jumanji 3 like saying oh the avatar is coming into our world like yeah of course that's that's probably what that is it was either that or somehow like mixing into the board game mm. or, like going back to the the origin if we still had um robin, robin williams, williams i don't yeah, know that, that wouldn't be what was on the that's on the what it would have been yeah and since we don't have that it's like i mean they could get kirsten dunst Kristen Dunst, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten. She was she I was can, the little girl in, in She was the little girl. Oh. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I had no idea. So you could get her. Mm-hmm. Though she's kind of pivoted away from acting quite so much now. And it's it, true. She and uh oh uh there's two of them that are kind of like more becoming like lifestyle brands, right? I don't know. Uh, I don't pay that much attention to the celebrity lifestyle brands. I don't either. All right. What's your next one? Um uh, Super Mario Brothers. Okay, I had that with a question mark of like, is this one coming out this year? I, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, I I have it on my list. Like I, but, I want it, but yeah, like it was listed in multiple places as coming out. Yeah, but you know, at, at this point, like we're we're almost. I mean, this this episode is getting dropped in twenty twenty two, and we haven't seen a trailer. <laughs> you know, our box. So. Uh, I mean, we barely have casting, but I think it's late in the year. Yeah, but also, I mean, yeah, like I'm not too worried because. They, they've animated most of the film before they have to have the voice cast, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's primarily probably completed. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, I, I had that. But just with I literally I have a question mark on my list. Like, is this one going to happen this year? We're at the point in my list where I'm not confident whether or not you might or might not say anything that's still on my list. Yeah. Like the remaining films that you have might be completely different from the films that I have. All right, I'm just taking this next one for the family film market and the nostalgia market. Sesame Street is apparently having a feature film come out. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take Sesame Street, and and it's it's pretty soon. Like it's early in 2022, so I think it's like March. Yeah, so it's it's got to be done already. So you know, we'll we'll see what happens with that. I, it's one of those where it's like I can see this becoming like everyone saying like, oh, you got to go see the Sesame Street movie, and there's a mix of nostalgia and also parents taking their young children to see it. Or I can see it being one of those that's uh, like this is going to be on HBO Max in a month. I'm not I'm not paying for this. Yeah. Um, I'll take the three five five. Okay. I yeah, I had this with as one of those where it's like I I I think I read what the premise is. I've already forgotten it. Yeah, I think it's uh, like female super spies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, it, but it is also coming out soon, so it's done. So safe mm-hmm. pick. Yep. Early in the year. All right, I got to double check the release date on when this thing's supposed to happen. Let's see. <laughs> Okay, this all right. I'm taking this now. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them Three. The uh, Secrets of Dumbledore, Truths of Dumbledore, Secrets of Dumbledore, I believe. Secrets of Dumbledore. I was putting Fantastic Beasts Three. Uh, mm-hmm. It's listed for July, I, so I think they they must be fairly confident they're going to get this thing done on time. If it was like a December, I'd say no way this is happening. I do have it on my list. Can I ask you? Because yeah. because Kester and I checked. Do you remember what the rotten or do you do you have a guess at what the Rotten Tomato score was for the previous film in the franchise? I'm going to guess it was like 37. It was 36. I had guessed 38 when Kestra told me to guess. So we both overshot it, but only slightly. Yeah, Yeah, and I just don't know how much box office at this point a Harry Potter movie can churn unless. So Christopher Columbus has been talking about. Uh, trying to do the cursed child with the original Harry Potter cast coming back, and mm-hmm. that I think would would bring renewed interest to have Daniel Radcliffe and uh, oh, what Rupert Grint and uh, Emma Watson mm-hmm. back. I, I think there's potentially movie fans that would go see that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think the Fantastic Beasts franchise has been what Warner Brothers wanted. <laughs> no, but also I think they wanted something dumb. Like, I think they have executed a vision. I don't think that they're like, oh, they, they didn't stumble into what this is, what's currently happening with it. Yeah. They did this by design. and I think it was a bad design. I don't think I saw the second one. I saw the first one. and thought ah, that was all right. I did not see the second one. Yeah. yeah like I, I have no negative feelings towards the first one. It was just kind of, well, that was, that was all right. My, my daughter yeah. was super into Harry Potter at the time. So uh, I took her to see it. And that, that's the reason I saw the first one. Uh, and I remember Eddie Redmayne. Seemed to be mm-hmm. like a good lead. Uh, the story was intriguing enough. Maybe like one twist too many uh, is is kind of my feeling. Like, okay, you know, like, yes, we need twists, but. Mm. <laughs> it was one of those movies. Um, I think Saving Mr. Banks was was another one. People were like, man, Colin Farrell. Oh, yeah. Really like seeing Colin Farrell. <laughs> yes, he, he was great in that. I don't remember much about the movie other than loving him on screen. Mm hmm. I don't think I'm going to enjoy watching him in the Batman as the penguin because he's going to be very, very heavily made up. Yeah. But, but I'm like, when I think about fantastic pieces, I'm like, I did enjoy Colin Farrell. Yep. All right. What is your next pick? I will take rumble, which is an animated movie about monster boxing. Okay. You haven't sold me on it, but 
here we are at pick. 32. Well, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sold, but I, I'm confident it's coming out. What do you say we get to 40? I think if we get to 40 films, we each have 20. I think that'll be good. We're, we're obviously scraping. <laughs> we're, we've now picked Rumble <laughs> and Sesame Street. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'd say that's again, fair. I'm not saying that so, to knock uh, Sesame Street. It's just how many, the box office no. prospects for a Sesame Street film don't feel <laughs> great to me. I feel like they're probably lower than the um, than the, the the Mr. Rogers films yeah. that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so how many more picks is that for each of uh, us? We're at 32 picks right now, so we each get four more. Okay. All right, I'm just going to double check. I just need to make sure that I've got other site because I found I needed to cross-reference some of these. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to selectively scrape the the barrel if I'm if I'm going to be scraping. Yeah, I am going to take Legally Bond three. Hmm. Uh, it's a franchise that at this point is uh just going to be nostalgia fuel, <laughs> which is very yeah. strange to say because it doesn't feel like it should be that old. But it's got to be at least what twenty years, fifteen years since the last Legally Bond. Since the last one, yeah, probably at fifteen. Yeah. So, yeah, Legally Blonde 3. Uh, we probably should talk about the first one. Uh, let's see. This one's coming out in May. Maybe we'll talk about the first one in May. Uh, Are you sure we haven't talked about the first one? I am. I mean, do you realize we've done almost 400 episodes? Uh, yeah. Like, I have a feeling. I was like, oh, they may have done Elle Woods and Legally Blonde. No, we we definitely have not. We did, uh, like, like uh, Mean Girls was like that era of film, right? Oh, okay. So, so maybe we're crossing yeah. some wires with that. Okay. I mean, you've got a spreadsheet, so there's a way to check. Yeah. Um, I will take. I'm going to take I, I I think I've got the full title of this correct. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes. I remember that title. Remind me. Give me a little more again. Uh, Nicholas Cage. OK. Right. Uh, about Nicholas Cage. OK. Kind of like he's he's doing a Nicholas Cage movie. <sighs> I feel like we talk about this every year that we do these picks. Well, what a what a career. <laughs> what, what a what a what an identity he has forged for himself. <laughs> Which is why I want the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like I want to have picked this because I don't know and nobody knows. So everyone has to go see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm going to take this is actually going to come out in theaters. Yeah, probably. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Oh, I kind of regret having said it out loud. Ugh. I did not put that onto my total list. That is on my research list. It didn't make the cut. I won't that's, be surprised if this is a, that's where a that streaming, one is. streaming exclusive. But mm-hmm. eh. yeah, family film, animated film, there's a chance that this ends up making like $200 million out of nowhere. This is true. It could. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I would, I don't, I'm going to guess this is like 60 million and 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's much more likely. I'm going to make a note uh, that I just said that. Okay. Uh, 60 million. How close? Yeah. How close do you actually get to that? And 50%. Did I say 50% on Rotten Tomatoes? Yep. You said 50%. <laughs> okay. I'll take Cyrano. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had this. This is gonna be one of my last picks. I don't think it's gonna make a lot Wait, of money. I was but gonna I'm say, like, you had it, but what, were you gonna go for it? I like it's in my like maybe do a hail mary last pick with this. I loved the trailer I saw for this. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that trailer as well. Um, yeah, so yeah, uh, adaptation of Cyrano de Bergerac with uh, um, oh, why am I blanking on his name? Lead actor for this. It's why am I blanking on his name too? 
We are both kicking ourselves because oh man, we we do know this actor's name, and I'm sorry. All right, hold on. I thought about his name earlier when I looked at it, at this on my list. Uh, Peter Dinklage in the role of Cyrano. Yes. Uh, but yeah, the, the trailer just looked good. Ben Mendelsohn uh, is in it. He's always good to choose some scenery. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Uh, this is one that I I I don't think I would have taken it in the end just because I don't trust his box office uh, prospects as much. But I absolutely be pleased to have it. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> like I want it yeah. to do well. I just don't think it's going to. Well, I mean, it's like my third from last pick. So yeah. All right, I'm just checking one more release date. Oh, I'm not seeing it on here. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take it. Also, because it's probably, probably not, not gonna. Oh, you know what? I'm doing it. Do it. it. I, I'm taking Creed three. <laughs> that is not my next pick, but it was the. It was gonna be my last pick. <laughs> I don't remember seeing any news about this being in production. Mm-mm. I just saw it listed. Yeah. I was like, oh, Creed three. Well, that's bound to do something. I don't think it's going to come out, but here we are. <laughs> All right. Uh, Creed 2 famously was a pick early on, like back when we were doing this with Todd Mack. Uh, like, like 2017. Yeah. And then it, it like the day after I did the pick, it was announced, oh, that's going to be delayed. <laughs> oh, man. And so we called something getting shifted off the schedule, getting Creed 2'd. Now, I think we just call that getting 2020'd. <laughs> because our entire slate of 2020 disappeared yeah. from, from the schedule. Uh, but yeah, uh, just for old time's sake, more than anything else, I'm taking Creed 3. Yeah, like several of the picks that we're talking about today were picked for 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take uh, Bob's Burgers, the movie. Okay. I don't really know much about Bob's Burgers, but... It's popular and it's getting a movie. So the fans will see it. All right. And uh, this is my last pick. So you get one more pick after this. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is more just in the hopes that there's a little more sense of normalcy and people want to go see a scary movie in October. I'm going to take Halloween ends. Yeah. I think there was a new Halloween movie that came out this year, but it was just on stream on Paramount yes. as well as theater. But whenever it's simultaneous streaming, I just assume the box office is nothing. <laughs> yeah, it, it's never significant. Yeah. Or, I mean, not that I'm paying much attention, so I don't know if any box office numbers are significant. Yeah, I, I could tell point. you. <laughs> I don't I don't know what the biggest one this year is. I don't know. Is it Dune? Is it is it James Bond? Is I, it? Let's say. Is it Eternals? I don't know. I mean, the the website traffic on box office uh, mojo has to have mm-hmm. died during 2020. Oh, I mean, that poor site. That was a website that we I mean, we were frequenting weekly because we had our oh, games going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> had so, to always check. Let me go check the. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'll be checking it again. I so I hope it's like at least stable. All right. Uh, why don't you uh, you make your uh, your last pick and I will tell you what the top film of uh 2028 uh one is i am looking through my my list to make you know make sure that i want to take this as my last pick Mm. i'm gonna change it i'm gonna take something that's a couple spots down from from where i actually am in the list Mm -hmm. i'm gonna take in part because i it is kind of a clever name for a december based horror film it's called violent night 
Oh, okay, yeah. I, this was not on my radar at all. Uh, but you know what? You're just throwing something out with our 40th pick. And <laughs> and Christmas horror films sometimes they do really well. They they do like it is uh there's a lot of like cult favorites in that in that genre, I think. Mhm. All right. I you know what? Who knows what's going to happen with these picks, but uh, I'm happy that we did this. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um so what is the biggest film All right, so what, far? What is your year? guess? It, it's a pretty wide. It's got a 20 million lead over everything else. Ooh, that's significant. Um, Is it James Bond? It is not. James Bond is a, let's see. where. What was the name of the James Bond? Because it might not be. Uh, no right. time to die. No time to die. It, that's number six. Mm, okay. Then I don't know. 158 million at the box office. So anyway, we're seeing. Uh, the uh, number ten of the box numbers. office is just shy of a hundred million. So, so moderate numbers because because previously you would count on James Bond probably to get three hundred million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I mean our top ten are all nearing. Uh, like I said, top ten is at ninety nine million. So, I I don't think I would have guessed that many films being that high. Uh, for yeah. for twenty twenty one. Okay, well, so what's number one? Uh, Shang Chi with two hundred twenty four million. Domestic. That's what I, uh, I think I'm on. It's domestic box office for 2021, 224 million. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised. Number two is Venom. Let there be carnage with 209 million. That, that seems outrageous. That came out recently. Yeah. Well, number three is Black Widow, which had the premiere access simultaneous and it's at 183. Mm-hmm. So, you know, which that's a huge amount when you consider that it did also go up against itself and the convenience yes. of staying at home <laughs> mm-hmm. and also only paying 30 bucks. If more than two people are going to go see it, you're saving money basically. Yep. 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 Uh, so I'm impressed with black widow's box office uh, for when it came on. Then we have uh, F nine. The fast saga is apparently the official name of that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that franchise? A, a, a quiet place. Part two is number five. No time to die is number six. Eternals is number seven, uh, 150 million, despite kind of middling reaction from critics and, you know, doesn't, wasn't the buzziest film. Uh, yeah. Free guy, 120 million. Jungle cruise is 116 million. And then Godzilla versus Kong is 99 million. Oh, here we go. I, I feel good about my 39th pick. Halloween kills made 91 million this year. Oh, so, okay. So Halloween ends. I, I can, that's better oh. than I expected, you know, for the, for that. Can I run down what the remainders on my list, the leftovers, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the well, movies well, that, what else? that we did not pick? Mm-hmm. Do you have any movies that or should I just go through mine and you let uh, me know I if had it one was on Deep your list? Water. OK, uh, not on my list. I I, uh, I want to say it's a Ben Affleck thing, but I'm not sure. No, I can't remember. Dog. I think that's a Channing Tatum thing. That was that was near um, the picks that I didn't get. Lost City of D. Mm hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see. And I have Downton Abbey. I did have Downton Abbey. Uh, if we, had, I had one more pick, I probably would have taken that. Uh, I, I had written down Hotel Transylvania, but then when I looked at this other website, it wasn't listed. Uh, I think it might be streaming. Okay. Because, uh, and that's again that we re- but I'm definitely not sure. ran into that with more than one. We saw it with Nice Out too. That it's sometimes it's hard to tell. So mm-hmm. I had. I had Expendables 4. I only saw it listed on one place, but it had Jackie Chan on the poster. Wait, that poster made that? me happy. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it was a real poster. I, I don't trust it. I don't anything. think we've ever talked about a Jackie Chan movie. We should probably do that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that was the only other one that I wanted to like specifically mention. I had Bad Guys, which was something animated, so I don't know much about that. Scream, The Northman, Ticket to Paradise, Salem's Lot, and Dark Harvest. That's the rest of my potential list. Uh, yeah, I think that I had a few of those like I'd kind of like glanced at, but none that I was like, oh, I, I need this one at all mm-hmm. with those. So. so I'm I'm pretty satisfied with where I'd say Downton Abbey is like the one thing I was like, oh, should I switch something out for Downton Abbey? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but I, I think we we probably would have ended up with pretty similar list if we'd had different order like like these are probably the 40 films more or less that would have been taken no matter mm-hmm. what order yeah it wouldn't doing here it wouldn't be notably different um not significantly different if if um you had picked first or anything like that yeah all right well we will see how many of these films actually come out we will keep you updated on our quick cast for access to the quick cast you need to be a patron if any of you are interested in supporting people who put content out we volunteer as tributes on that front. <laughs> you can go support us at patreon.com slash protagonist. It's been a, uh, let's just say a, a little bit of a downturn in terms of our patron numbers in the last year. So anyone who's been like, oh, I keep meaning to do that. We would not mind if you did that. And we completely understand for anyone who dropped, we're not trying to call you out at all. We understand life has been very strange for everyone and where you're able to spend money and toss a little bit of money here and there definitely doesn't have to be our direction uh at all but we appreciate everyone that does all right that is going to wrap up this episode thank you for joining us for show notes and links to all the other great dueling genre shows you can go to duelinggenre.com also please subscribe to the protagonist podcast in your podcast app of choice and please leave us a review that really helps us out we'd like to thank scott tofty who composed our theme music uh you can follow us on twitter we're at protagonist pod or at jay and our producer andrew is at dis minute and our facebook fan page is facebook.com slash protagonist podcast and we also have a discord channel for dueling genres search for Dueling Genre on Discord. You should be able to find a uh, Discord channel with all of the Dueling Genre hosts. Thank you again for listening. We'll be back next week to discuss another great character in a great story. So a fresh take on that that was too much of a laugh (laughs) my thing hiccuped i think while, while waiting for you to jump in so maybe you jumped in immediately and i just didn't hear it